0: Welcome to Walking in His Word, everybody. Coming at you from Cornerstone Church in Highland, Michigan.
1: Oh, baby, you know what day it is. It's Friday, Friday. ladies and gentlemen. It's Friday. That's right, the best day of the week, it's except Friday. for Sunday, Woo. and we are ready, we're rocking and rolling today. Gotta just love Friday. Gotta love Friday, ladies and gentlemen. Today we're going to talk about Enlarge My Territory, Prayer of Jabez Part 2, the second part of his prayer here, Enlarge My Territory. And Pastor Luke, for some reason this morning, I was just thinking about you know enlarging my territory, and it made me think of a board game. And uh, have you ever played the board game Risk? No, you've never played Risk. Never. All right. So, do you do you know the concept of Risk? World domination. World domination. So, <laughs> if, if you if you're out there and you're like, what is this game Risk? Risk is a strategic game all about world domination and I actually really enjoy this board game, but sometimes it can take a long time depending on who's playing and if the people you're playing against are very good. If they are, the game can go on for a very long time. But the the name of the game is Risk. It's true. And in order—trust me, I've played a lot. In order to, to dominate the world and win the game, you have to have some risky, gutsy moves. Oh, okay. Um, you, you can't – like, there, there's no strategy just to play it safe that's a guarantee that you're going to win. Okay. There's not a single one. In order to win the game, you have to be risky. Sometimes the risks are calculated, but it's always a risk. There's a chance it might fall apart. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's kind of what enlarging your territory is always going to entail some risk. Mm. It's, and when, Whenever you pray this prayer, God, enlarge my territory – it's going to involve you getting out of your comfort zone, you taking some risks, you taking or doing some things you've probably never done before. Yes. You saying, God, I'm whatever your will is, I'm ready to receive it. I'm ready to be enlarged. And if you pray that prayer, God is going to answer that prayer, right? God, at the end of the prayer of Jabez, the best line of the whole prayer is, and God granted his request. Yeah. And so if if that's a prayer you're going to pray, God's going to answer that prayer, but it's going to take some risk on your part. Um, I wonder if anybody out there is ready to take a
0: risk today. (laughs) I hope so. And maybe you're hearing from the Lord right now. Maybe you're driving around or whatever you're doing, and you're literally hearing the Lord tell you the risk you need to take. Yeah. Be bold and brave today. Be courageous. Take that risk. And uh, I, I bet... It's, it's not going to be as bad as you think. I bet so, too. Let's go to the message. Let's do it. It is not that we think we are qualified to do anything on our own. Our qualification comes from God. He has enabled us to be ministers of his new covenant. This is a covenant of written laws, but of the, not of written laws, but of the Spirit. The old written covenant ends in death, but under the new covenant, the Spirit gives life. When you invite the spirit into you, you go from death to life. You go from, um, I don't have what it takes, to all of a sudden the spirit man's in me, I think I got what it takes. Not by my power, not by my strength, but the, law, the Lord has put his spirit inside of me to proclaim the good news of Jesus Christ. And sometimes we, we, get in, we feel inferior, less than. And we talk ourselves out of something. I'll never forget a a moment in my life where I felt really inferior. I was graduating from college. I had worked really, really hard to get real good grades in college. I worked as hard as I possibly could. I'm not a straight-A student. I never was. But I was good enough to get A's and B's. And I worked really hard in college. And it was difficult at times. And I I remember graduating cum laude. Which, if you understand what that means, it's like ladder one, ladder run one of your honors. Then you can get, you know, summa cum laude, which is better. And then, like, is it magna cum laude, which is the greatest, which means, like, you probably had a 4.0. And what they do is, is, at the graduation ceremony, they say your name and what you got. So if they say your name and they don't say anything after your name, well, then, my friend... You you graduated, but congratulations. You you know what I'm saying? C's get degrees, right? That's the rhyme, right? And so you, you, you did it, right? And I worked so hard. I graduated cum laude, and I was so excited to hear my name followed by cum laude at the graduation ceremony in front of my family and my friends and the whole entire school who was there. And they said my name, and they did not say cum laude after my name and I started to get embarrassed and then after they say your name you got to walk across the stage for all to see how dumb you are and I started to get so embarrassed and I thought did I, I know I graduated cum laude why didn't they say cum laude and everybody thinks, I, everybody thinks I'm a dummy I remember I walked across that stage like It kind of was a day of, of uh, for me. I felt inferior. I felt like the enemy laughed at me a little bit. But when the spirit gets inside of you, you get life. I remember a few months later, my diploma came, and guess what? It says cum laude on my diploma, and it's hanging in my office for crying out loud. <laughs> now, that guy didn't say cum laude, I don't know. But I want to tell you right now that the enemy wants to do everything he can in his power to get you away from getting your territory enlarged. That he wants to make you a laughing stock or turn you into some sort of weakling or turn you into some sort of dummy or, or just want you to mess up on something to where, the, where you say, I'm never going to do that ever again. And, and, the, and the enemy wants you to quit. And the enemy wants you to get out of there. But God's trying to enlarge our territory. God's trying to bless us. God's trying to enlarge our territory, church. And the enemy says, you are such a laughing stock. You don't have what it takes. And God says, no, I put my spirit inside of you. You got what it takes. And until we recognize who we truly are on the inside, we might not ever become everything God has called us to be. Are you going li- to listen to what some guy says, sitting on a stage, forgotten to read cum laude? Or are you going to listen to your Savior, who calls you a child of God? forgiven and blessed and, and healed in the name of Jesus Christ who are you going to listen to 21 days you got 21 days and I got a minute you, you got 21 days to say Lord bless me Lord enlarge me and I wish I had more time to write out more of this message but I ran out of time this morning to keep writing so we get the B and the E today and you don't get the HEP okay maybe you'll get the HEP at another time when I get to preach again This is what it's all about. This is what these 21 days are going to do for you. You're going to get blessed in a way you probably didn't anticipate. Your territory is going to enlarge in a way you probably didn't anticipate. If you would just press in, if you would just take advantage of the fire hose of water that we're going to spray at you, we got the website and we got the prayer meetings and we got church services and we got all this stuff. If you just take advantage of all of it, you are going to get blessed. You are going to get enlarged. You're going to turn into something different at the end of these 21 days. I promise you that. Uh, we have we no time left, but why don't we stand to our feet this morning and I'll, I'll just encourage you with one last thought. Because during these 21 days, there's all these challenges that are being given. We challenge you to show up to the prayer meetings. We challenge you to show up to the, to the, to the church services, as many as you can make. We challenge you to, to give up food. You can give up anything you want, any certain way. You know what I'm doing? I'll just let you know. I'm doing no meats and no sweets. I'm not doing my favorite drinks. And, and I'll probably end up not doing any breakfast like Sunday through Thursday or something like that. That's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm going to be hungry. I'm going to be cranky. Where's my wife? I'm gonna be cranky, Nine, eight o'clock at night. I want sugar. I want it, and I get angry and cranky when I don't get it. But that's just how my that's how I work. And so all these things, and then I'm gonna to try to read the entire New Testament in 21 days. All these challenges, these reading challenges, and prayer challenges, and food challenges. And if you take advantage of it, if you if you try to do something you've never done before then something's going to happen inside of you that's never been done before. And if you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, then step into this experience with us. And if you're looking around the world and you say it's truly in decay, decay, but I'm not sure I want to go down with it, step into this with us. Amen, church? Let me pray for you. Lord, we, we invite you. Holy Spirit, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, we invite you into this place. And we feel you calling us to greater things, to enlarge our territory, to step into something that's even uncomfortable. But we know you're calling us to it, and we just simply say, I'm going to give it a try. What is the worst thing that could happen? And we just step into this 21 days, Lord. And everybody said, amen. Reading my Bible a lot these days. It's a good thing to do. <laughs> I agree. And I noticed a little something about Jesus. I was talking to my wife about this today as well. Um, he always, always, Pastor Aaron, taught people. Yeah. Taught. He, and um, <clears throat> it's interesting because I don't always do that. Like, always taught people. I mean, it was like a simple, like little thing. Like a a, a lady comes and pours perfume all over his feet. Yeah, and um, the people in the room are kind of critical of it. You know, they, they give all these reasons why that that maybe she shouldn't have done that. We could have sold it and given all that money to the poor. Yeah, you know. Why is she in here? She's you know, she's kind of making a scene of this whole thing, you know, then, I don't know, it's ruining our meal. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. And uh I think I would have just been like, hey guys, come on. <laughs> Leave her alone. Yeah. Right. Th- that would have been pretty good too, right? Yeah, that that would have been enough. Jesus like, like teaches this like lesson, like gives this wisdom. Yeah. Oh yeah. And like <laughs> I'm like, that's kind of like risky. I don't know why, but it is kind of risky like if if you're just constantly teaching, yeah, people kind of like get weary of it, uh-huh oh yeah and um he wouldn't care. he didn't care. <laughs> he didn't care about people getting weary of him he he actually wore people down so thin they murdered him, yeah. Yeah, they did. That's pretty, uh, that's huge risky. Yeah, it like, is. We all would have just been like, you could read the room a little bit. Everybody's yeah. getting ticked off at me, kind of teaching all the time, rebuking all the time, you know, yeah. calling them vipers and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, brood of snakes a lie. Like, yeah, maybe I should just
1: chill and be like, hey, everybody, you know, let her let her do what she wants. Let her put the perfume on my feet. Just chill out. All yeah, right. it's crazy because even as, as uh, pastors and preachers, if you go in and like take a public speaking class or or listen to to great speakers, they'll literally teach you read the room. Sometimes you you you've gone you're teaching too much. Yeah, just like cut it off. Like we're literally taught that. Yeah. In in like in classes about how to preach. Yeah, and Jesus didn't care about the room. <laughs> he cared about the Father's will. Yeah, it was his
0: number one goal. Hundred percent. I love it. And and I would even say his disciples at times were like, you know, maybe we shouldn't go to Jerusalem <laughs> today. You know, everybody's ticked off you there. He's like, no, I got to go to Jerusalem.
1: Yeah, 100%. <laughs> like, 100%. Jesus, come on, read the, read
0: the city. <laughs> Not read the room, read the whole city, you know? Oh, yeah. And uh, he didn't care. He was risk it all. Yeah. For the Father's will. Come on, that's good. He's a great example for us, obviously.
1: The greatest example ever. Greatest example ever. And
0: it's been great to be with you this whole week, listeners. Want to invite you out to church this Sunday. Absolutely. Check us out online, cornersonholland.com. Come to church.
1: we got two services, 9 a.m., 11 a.m. Watch our live stream on Facebook or our website. You won't regret it, I promise. I promise. Well, hopefully, we'll see you on Sunday. If yep. not, we'll see you right back here Monday. Walking, Walking in, in His Word.
0: word. Thank you for listening to our show today. You can find more information about Cornerstone Church at our website, cornerstonehighland.com. Please subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook. I wanna personally invite you out to church this Sunday. We got two services, 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. And we live stream our 11 a.m. services. You can find the stream on our website, on our Facebook page, or on our YouTube page. It's been great to be with you today, everybody. See you next time.